theyeshiva.net. Okay, welcome everybody. We're holding, we're going to continue the Maimer, which is Vihine Anachno Ma'alma, page uh, 55. The first column, almost on the bottom. The line starts, Chuli, Ella, Shaideh, Allah, Azu, Nasib, Chines, Ilman. One, two, three, four, six. Twelve lines from the bottom. The line starts, Chuli, Sichavav, Ella, Shaideh. There's a period after Ilmim, Al Derech Zayuvin, Sheyesh Gamkin, Ibur Sheni. Since the beginning of Pasha Shmoy, it says, Vyosef, Hayeb, Mitzrayim. So Yosef is Nachalz, Mitzrayim. So, Mela. We could, we could still hold on to Yosef of the Salah. So the Medrash says that Ma'almim Alumim, yeah, on one level it means binding sheaves, on another level it comes from the word muteness. Elam is a mute. Ma'almim Alumim, we were all basically practicing the avoid of muteness. Or to say it simply, we're, we were all being quiet together. We were all being silent together. What would that mean? So the Balatanya explained by Riches that the two interpretations, the Medrash are not two separate interpretations. One is the Oymek, one is the depth of the first one which is really the function of Medrash, to bring out the oimek, the depth of the psukim. That the deeper concept of ma'almim alumim is to bring together a world that's fragmented, which is the whole avodas habirurim, to be able to identify within each creature and every situation and every person their divinity, their godliness, their aspect of infinity, which first of all allows them to come back to their own source, but also allows them to come back to the larger unity, the achdos of Micham Yisrael, Goy Echad Ba'aretz, as explained at length. And that process always requires silence, because whenever anyone goes up to their source, the Olul, as he puts it, when the Olul returns to the Elah, like the fetus in the womb of the mother, there is a sense of silence. Because dibur always requires a certain sense of assertion, of assertiveness, the assertiveness of the eye, which is the yesh, which is when the alul leaves the womb of the ilah, but when the alul is in the womb of the ilah, absorbed in its source, as halacha puts it, aidi detarid lemivla, loy palit, when you're absorbed, when you're involved in absorbing, you don't, you don't emit. So in that sense, in that state of bittel, of the dveikus in the ilah, there's no sense of dibur because dibur is always you're you're becoming a mashpia, a communicator to somebody outside of you, to somebody different, to the zulus, which doesn't exist when the birurim are oila in a state of ibur in their source. That's vihine anachnu ma'almim ma'almim alumim. That was the main uh, discussion. So he continues. In Eitz Chaim, which is the main, uh, one of the main svarim of the Arizal, that was written by his student Reb Chaim Vital, he says there's Ibur Rishin and Ibur Sheni. Ibur Rishin, of course, is first pregnancy when the child is in the womb, the fetus is in the womb. But he says after birth, 
there's stages of development that are called Ibur Sheni, a second form of pregnancy. What does this mean? What does this mean? We said that a child, a, a fetus, in the womb of its mother, it's, the Gemara says, it's, it's a, it's a chalik of the mother, it's not its own life. If you will detach it from its mother at this point, prematurely, it can't even be viable. It often can't survive if it's too premature. Why? Because it doesn't have yet, <coughs> it's the mechanism to be able to function on its own. The Chiddush of birth is, the miracle of birth is, that it emerges as an independent identity. In the womb, even in halach, it's called uber yerech imoy. It's, it's, it's a thigh of the mother. It's, it's, it's part of the mother's body. And biologically that way, it's the mother's organism. She's working twice as hard. From the oxygen to the nutrients, from the exercise to the blood flow, all the aspects, it's the mother, it's the mother's oxygen, it's the mother's blood flow, it's the mother's nutrients and so forth. So she has to be careful because what she's doing, it's not only she's doing this, it's all the child as well. Uber Yerechima. In other words, when you look at the Uber, what do you see? It's part of the mother, it's an extension of the mother. The Chiddush of birth is that there's a detachment, there's a sense of separateness. Not completely, because the baby is not mature yet, the baby still needs the mother. Still has to nurse from the mother's milk or a substitute of it. Then there are stages in development. There's a stage where the child is not eating anymore from the mother's, drinking the mother's milk anymore. The child can eat its own food, baby food, ultimately bread and other foods, etc. Einatinik, the Mars says in Brachas, that Einatinik, when the Tinik starts eating dog on grain, so Yedea licorice Abba, different stages of development. Darizal calls it generally three stages, Ibur, Yenika, and Meichen. Ibur is pregnancy, Yenika is the state of nursing, and then there is Meichen, a certain level of intelligence that grows where the baby can start talking, which usually coincides also with coming to an end of the stage of nursing, and now there's a deeper level of independence. Of course, still a child, still an infant, and even when it's eating on its own, it's not completely independent. Sometimes in the animal kingdom at this point, they could be independent. Birds and the fish already, when they're hatched, are often independent. Sometimes they're eating uh, the corpses of their, uh, of their progenitors, like the salmon, huh? Yeah, or, or, or their source. But uh, with humans, it's not that way. When the, when did Mamash do you become independent as a human being? <laughs> huh? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> There's different stages, so, huh? Uh-huh. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you realize you're your own person. So there's many stages in this. So that result says, for, to get to the next stage of development, you need a new Ibur. There's a certain form of a, a new pregnancy. Because whenever you're going into a whole new stage of maturity, of development, so you have to go back, the Olul has to go back to the Elah. 
lose its identity and it reemerges in a if in a new way, in a new fashion. That's called Ibur Shani, the second pregnancy. Now this pregnancy is not physical, the child doesn't go back to the womb, but existential, existentially, there's a concept of Ibur Shani. Now this is interesting that Herizal says, this is the Balatani quotes this, because in childhood development, you know, psychologically there's so many interesting stages of how it separates from its mother and it goes back to its mother and it's angry about separation and angry about connection. Uh, the whole libido uh, uh, relationships is a, is a complex one. But this concept of Ibor Shani is that there's a certain element of the Ubar, the mm. child, cleaving back to its source completely in order to be able to experience a new level of independence. And here you see again what we spoke about a few days ago, the theory of attachment that for every new level of detachment, you need a deeper level of attachment. For every new level of autonomy and independence, to get from Ibur to Yeniko, which is nursing, but it's separate, because you're a separate person, you're viable. You need Ibur, and then to get from Yeniko to Moichen, which is a higher level of intelligence or maturity or development and more independence, you need a new Ibur, a new, a new sense that the Allah can completely be one with the Ilah, and then reemerge with more strength to be able to develop this new state of Meichen. To be clear, so this is not an evolution, this is shedding everything that the, uh, that the child previously had and starting from scratch. So it's not really an evolution. No, I wouldn't. The child doesn't shed everything and go back to, uh, you know, become a uh, an embryo. But I, I, it's it's what it has, it has. But it has to recreate a, a new connection in the source where in order to be able to experience the new Meichen, which is cool. And then in Tzadzal, there's Meichen, the Katan Meichen. It always has Meichen. That's why it says Meichen, the Godless. Meichen, the means a higher form of Meichen. Because that's the Klal, the ability to be able to emerge as a successful Yesh, meaning as a successful entity, always depends on the quality of how much uh, trust and how much connection there was with the own with 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 the ilah. It's like we learned in the Maimon in the summer with the Talmud and the Rav, right? That when the when the the Talmud wants to get the Rav even wants to get a new idea, you have to like go back to pregnancy. You can't continue speaking because then you're just giving the information that you have. You really have to go back, so to speak, to childhood, where you become a makabal, and by becoming a makabal, you could become a new mashpia on a higher level. It's always that way. Whenever you're going through a a, a growth state to a whole new place, you're going to have to first go through a new stage of being a makabal, and it's also true we see it throughout a person's life, and it's not always a comfortable thing. When whenever a person is making a quantum leap from one state of consciousness to a new state of consciousness, you're not going to be able to remain intact. It's not going to be just incremental, you know, today I'm this and now I have a new awareness. That's if it's a small little thing. But whenever it's a real transformation, there's first a certain bittle that's experienced where the alul must go back to the ila, go back to the drawing board, and there's a new birth. And pregnancy is not a simple thing because you really disappear. There's a, there's, you, you're not here anymore. But that's the only way for there to be a whole new child. 
because a child can't be born without pregnancy. So I have to go back to the ila, back to the source. Huh? I don't know, let's not use the word death, but... Uh, right. Yeah. My self-definition has to die. That's what you mean. My self-definition, the story I tell about myself, my concept of self. Everyone has a certain concept. This is who I am. That story has to shed all of its layers. And I become like a little baby, like a little child. What's a little child doesn't have yet stories, right? A child doesn't, especially in the womb. In the womb. And there's like a, 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 a new leda, a nayayemeladas, a new birth. So that's what Arizal speaks about, the Ibur Sheni. <coughs> that's what he says. And the same is true in, in Avaidus Hashem as well. All this that we're talking about was the avoid of the shvatim. Their souls generally originate in a world called the world of Bria. Their consciousness was a consciousness of the world of Bria. This is all the brothers besides Yosef. Yosef's soul experienced the world of Atsilas, as we will say, we'll explain. This was part of the argument. They were a Merkava. Merkava means a chariot to a level which we call Malchus of Atsilas. In Tanakh, there's a story when Shlomo Melech built the Beis Hamikdash in Melachim Aleph. So he had Yud Beis Bakr. He built uh, twelve. He sculptured twelve oxen. It says Vahayam Oymed Aleihem, and the Yam, the sea, what looked like a sea, stood on them. This was a big pool, Yam Shel Shlomo, the big pool that Shlomo Melech made. The whole structure of the first Beis Hamikdash, Melachim Aleph, Perek Hey Vav, those Prokim Zayin Ches. So there's a, the 12 oxen that he made and the Hayam Oymed Kabbalistically, this is defined as we'll see a little later more details. 12 dimensions in Oylem Habriya and the Yam that stands over them, the Hayam Oymed on these 12 oxen is represents what's called Malchus of Atsilus. That's the Yam. And it's connected to the Yud Beis Shvatim, which parallel these 12. So their main avoda was they worked with Olam Habriya and Yitzira and Asiya, lifting up, elevating the sparks of infinity that are everywhere, bringing it back to its source. What was the source? The Yam which is Malchus already of the world of Atzillus. That's where all the sparks were absorbed through Maya Nukvin. Maya Nukvin, as we said, were the feminine waters, which represents the ascent, the sublimation of the feminine, of the human being down here in the world, who is dealing with the consciousness of Bri Yitzhi 
That's why the dream says we are in a field. We're not in a house. We're in a field, an open field, a place of openness, a place of uh, just uninhibition. Everything is open. It's a public, semi-public domain. That's where we are being ma'alum alum and we're making from many one. That's the dream of Yosef about what his brothers are doing. All of them are doing it. Yosef is also doing So the sun is the three lower levels? Yeah. Yeah. The dream continues. What happens? They finish binding their sheaves, so now they have bundles. Suddenly Yosef's bundle stands up. And all of their bundles now turn to his. This already they didn't like. First part of the dream, I'm good. Second part, not. Now, as somebody asked in the beginning of the Shir, the Bavram asked, the whole Maimet till now was Achdus, 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 and now they're bowing down to one. What happened? You just said that when you're Mavari, the Nitzitz, suddenly you bring the world back to Achdus, but suddenly Yosef Hatzadik's bundles away. Achdus till now, yeah? Achdus until, till here was good, but now you're all bowing down to me. I'm superior. This is where the dream got a little sticky. Somebody told me that somebody once uh, came to somebody and he said, you know, let's make Achdus. Let's make unity. He said, yeah, but I'm Kegin Vemen. You know, against whom? You know, there's no unity in a vacuum. There has to be an enemy. <laughs> you got to gang up together. So all, all is sweet. All is wonderful. The world is really one. Baruch, Beis, Reish, Vav, Chav. It's all part of oneness. But then Yosef adds a whole new chapter. Suddenly his aluma stands up. Their alumas don't stand up. And they all bow down to this aluma. So the Balatanya says, Omnam Yodua, it's known, the feminine waters, even though it already came up from Asiya and was absorbed in what we would call Malchus of Atzilis, which is much higher than Bria, it still needs a second bitter, a second elevation, a second sublimation. Al Yidei Hamad, Hamayin Duchre. Through the masculine waters. Meaning, in, in Isis of Darizal, it would be, Vahushan Nimshach. Here's a classic expression of Kabbalah of Darizal, which he's going to explain. Vahushan Nimshach. I'm just going to say the translation. Mayin Duchrin Dizah, which is an acronym. Mayin Duchrin Dizair Anpin. Levaren Hamayin Nukvin de Nukva. Vizau Inyin Yichud Zavan Nukva. Just push it to get the word straight without explaining the concept. Every world is made up of ten spheres, ten characteristics. Each one has a light and a vessel. Ten spheres is the ten building blocks of the world. The soul is made up of ten, right? Chachma. We learned many times. Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gvur, Teferis, Netzach. The Midas, Chesed, Gvur, Teferis, Netzach, you said are called Zah, Zeir Ampin, the small face. In contrast to another dimension called Arich Ampin, the long face, which is Keser, which is above Chachma. So Ze'er Ampin is Chachma through Yisoyed, and Malchus is under that, Malchus. When you speak about Atzilus, the Zav Atzilus is Chesed, Gvurit, Teferis, Netzach, Yisoyed. 
And then there's Malchus of Atzilus. Yichud Zavin Nukva Zun is Zavin Nukva. Zah is masculine, Nukva is feminine. The unity of the masculine and the feminine is called Yichud Zavin Nukva. Mayan Nukvin is the feminine waters, is when Malchus is aroused, like when the feminine is, triggers the relationship. Or Mayan Dukhin is when the masculine triggers the relationship. And we know in every relationship it could be this way or this way, or both together. Mayan Dukhin means there's a flow that comes from the male. Mayan Nukvin means there's a flow, orgasmic flow that comes from the female. The physical words that Dairizal often uses is a metaphor for the spiritual dynamic of the relationship between Hashem and the Jew, because generally, like the whole Shirim, is based on a marshal, that the male and female relationship is a metaphor for the relationship between Hashem and the Jewish people, the soul and the body, heaven and earth, the world and godliness, and so forth. So he's saying the Shvatim are from Bria. So their Nitzutzas, they bring it all up to where? To the Yam, to Malchus of Atzilus. That's where the feminine waters experiences the arousal and it brings the Nitzutzas back to that. That's called Bidurish in the first Bidur. Huh? To lowest Malchus. That's it. Now you need a Bidur Sheni. A whole new Bidur. What's the second Bidur? It's already in Atzilus, but it's Malchus of Atzilus. Bidur Sheni is a whole new Bidur through the Zah, through the higher Midas of Atzillus, to be able to be Mavari the Nitzudas, even though they're already in Malchus, because the Shvatim brought them there. They brought it from a place of separation to a place of Achdos. But now it needs a whole new Birur, a Birur Sheni. A whole new Birur Sheni. What's the Pshat in this? What's missing? Even though the Nitzaitzis were Nisbarer already, they were elevated. We're talking about Ma'almim Alumim. What's Ma'almim Alumim? I hope you remember the whole Maimir, yeah? I didn't do a Chazara today. Mm-hmm. Even though all the Nitzaitzis were already Nisbarer. What's Nisbarer? Nisbarer means they were clarified. Barur. They were accentuated. They were identified. They were sublimated. No small feet. You revolutionized the landscape of planet Earth. You revealed the oneness. And all the sparks, which means the whole world, because the whole world is sparks, the whole world is DNA, the whole world is, is divine particles. That is the world. Nitsutsus is not up as some strange spark flying around. Nitsutsus is essentially the, the ultimate reality of the Nivra. It all, was realigned in a state of bittel, oneness, with a lakos canal. Im you need a second bitter. The ultimate unification with their own, with godliness, they're still not there yet. They're not capable of that. The way all the Nitzutas were pre Shviris Hakem, the whole Maimer began with the process of Shviris Hakem, the breaking, the shattering of the vessels. The way these sparks were pre Shviris Hakem, where every spark was Mamisha Lakusa, was the ten spheres of Olam Atoyu, before the Kalim shattered and the Nitzutsas got scattered within the entire universe. And now you're doing Birah Nitzutsas. It's not there yet. Ad Shayumsha Chaleim Gilu until they can experience the revelation of the name of Hashem known as Ma, 45, when Yud and He and Vav and He are writ- written out fully 
Yud Vav Dalad, Hey Aleph, Vav Aleph, Vav, Hey Aleph, Yud, Hey Vav, Hey, completely. You have Mem Hey 45. So when Shem Mav Atzilis is revealed on them, and what happens? Vaydeza Yisbaderu Bidur Sheni. Then the Nitzutzas go through a new transformation. Vuhu Ayikir. And that's even more fundamental, more Ikir than the first Bidur of the Shvatim. Why? Yan Bechachma Dafke Yisbaderu. Because real, the real bitter happens through Chachma. Shehu b'chines hamad. That's the masculine waters. Mayan duchrin. Ki habidur harishin hayerak sh'iyeh behem b'chines bitl hayesh. The first bitter only created the bitl of the yesh. They're not a yesh anymore. V'zeh, now this is, V'zeh rochik adayin melekus moed. So if we come back to the commercial we had with Baruch, we can say that the letters, which were separate, the rage, they all had their own yeshes. They're now back aligned. Yeah. Spells Baruch. No yesh anymore. But they don't really recognize each other the same way. They're not, they, they don't have that, the chachma that puts them together, even though they're aligned. They're no more yeshes. The page is next to the rage, next to the love, etc. But they, they're still lacking what they were when they were Baruch in, in the first. It's not, it's, yeah, he says it's still, Vezeirachik adayin melakus ma'oid. Bitla yesh there is. But it's still very distant from Elikus. The Ihu Vigar Mayichad. Because he and his Midas, this expression of Zayar in Tikuni Zayar, he and his Midas, Garmayar, the word garments, his Levushim, his Kalim, Kalim. In the English, the word garments is associated, comes with his Garmayi. Garmayi is he and his instruments, his Kalim, his Levushim, his spheres are one. Shemibchin is Bitulamiti. They are in a state of of real bittel. Ella aliyadeshen nimshech ben pchines mayin duchr. Only when you have the revelation of the masculine waters. Shua aras shei malavaram. This is the light of malavatzilus to be mevarer the nitzutzes which are in malchus. Malchus is shei ban, but you want shei ma. Ban is begematria behema. Ma is begematria adam. Behema is fifty-two. Adam is forty-five. Oz nichelu bebitla miti belakus. Now the netzutzes can be absorbed in the real bitla nelakus. Ukemashal. I'm just saying this mashal is not exact. It's, uh, the mashal is as hard as the nimshal. Ukemashal ba adam shemavarer birudim. Take an example from a person who's involved in birudim. What's the classic birudim? Aydei sheoichel v'shaisa. Person eats and drinks. The energy, the fuel from eating and drinking is now used in davening and connecting to Hashem with love and awe. The entire love and awe is being fueled literally by the nutrients that I just absorbed from the food. This is a classic case of birudim. The body does the birudim on a physical level. The soul does the bitter on a spiritual level. The moment I absorb food, the first thing the body starts doing immediately, one of the greatest miracles of biology is birudim, which we call the whole digestion, digestion process. What is digestion process? The body right away identifies. This is good for me. This is not good for me. This is long-term fat. <laughs> this is short-term energy. This is going to the blood. This is going to the besakise. This is going into the fat reserve, right? Into Paro's oitzer uh, for the seven years of famine that are, gonna, that are coming, etc. The body does that, takes a few hours, and not a pashta thing. Breaks everything down. Birudim, birudim. This is redeemable, this is not redeemable, this is trash, and this is gewaldic. 
and everything in between. That's what the body does. In fact, much of our day, that's what we're busy doing unconsciously. <laughs> While we're busy, you know, sleeping and sitting on the couch and reading or doing other things, the body doesn't stop doing its birunim. But then there's davaydas abirunim on a spiritual level. When I take this energy, it's all about energy. Food gives you energy. What do I do with this energy? So he says, the Jew davens ba'avavayira. So what happens? The entire life force, every food has life. Every food has energy. Every food is made up of the unique molecular atomic structure, which gives it its unique dimensions. Ultimately, that is a nitzutz. Those are nitzutz. So the life of all the food or all the beverages that fell down through Shvira Sakelem. It all went through a process of Shvira Sakelem. That's why it just emerges as a physical piece of steak, or a physical cucumber, or a physical piece of chicken, or whatever it is. Whatever that food is, it just it's a separate food. That's it. It can even entice you to become extremely indulgent and detach yourself from your purpose and even from your basic health. But you now did a bitter. What, what was the bitter? You took the chiyas of the machalam and the mashkim, which went through a process of shvir sakalim. And we, what happened to this chiyas? It became part of pchinis ha'ava Now it's part of my love life. It's part of my awe. Because what's fueling my love? What's fueling my passion? You need energy for that. So now you took the nitzutz. And where did you bring? You brought back the nitzutz. The nitzutz is now part of a process of ava and yira. It's still distant from the essence of the oneness of truthfulness. From the essence of Echa, the one that's Emes true. There's a bitter shani. If after he brings up the feminine waters, his own love and his own law, oh, now there's a hamshacha from the chilu rechimu. The chilu is or and rechimu is love. Milmaila from above. May ace Hashem from Hashem. Shetipala love ema. There will be on him an awe that comes from Hashem. Oz yuchlulu ba'ave v'yiri zushin hamshacha milmaila bebchines alakos mamash. Now oh, the nitzutzes of the food could be absorbed in the love and the awe that came from Hashem. Not that came from me. That came from a lakus mamish. This is an example of the bitter sheni, the second bitter. So he gives, gave an example from the avoid of a person. I could do all the birurim, but it's still, there's a bitl hayash, my love, my awe. But it's still rachik. The nitzitz is still rachik me'alakus ma'oid. It's far from echad emes. Until I experience a love and awe that comes from above, from alakus, that's like from the ma'avatzilis, higher than malchus, from the male waters that completely unite the nitzitz with alakus. Va'afilu rebakiva. She'yotza nishmasa be'echad. Even rebakiva. The Gemara says in Masech Brachas. That his soul went out when he said the word Echad. The Gemara says at the end of Masech the Brachas, the Rabbi Akiva was caught by the Romans. It was the time of Krishna. 
and they took him out to be murdered. And the Gemara describes graphically how they tortured Rabbi Akiva, the Masreka Shalbarzo. And Rabbi Akiva was saying Shema. And the students asked him, how could you say Shema now, Atkan? And he said famously, Kol Yomai, my entire life, every day when I said Shema, I asked myself, and I was pained by it, when will I already be able to fulfill and now that I have the opportunity, you just want me to dismiss the opportunity. And Rabbi Akiva was saying Shema was in the morning. And the Gemara says, when he came to the word Echot, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekein Hashem Echot, Yotzon Ishmosoi Be'echot. His soul emerged, his soul went out of him. He expired, he passed away, his soul went back to heaven by the Echot. This is the deepest, this is, for good reason, the deepest level of Achtos. Yotzon Ishmosoi Be'echot, the deepest level of Achtos. The Mesiris Nefesh, the surrendering of a soul, the sacrifice of a soul of a Nivra, of a created being, is still distant from godliness. A bitl there is, bitl ayesh there is, Mesiris Nefesh there is. But it's rachik from el echad ha'emes alakus. El shem nimshech alav ha'adam ebchinas echad ha'emes. Until, and that's what happened by Rav Kiva. A light was communicated to him from the oneness of truth. Va'az nichlo mesidus nefesh alav ebchinas echad mamish. That's the pshat in the Gemara. Yotzon ishmosi be'echad. There was an echad that was communicated from above, and his mesidus nefesh became absorbed in the real echad mamish. Which the Nivra on his own, even when the greatest moments of Masiris Nefesh can't achieve. The Birusheni, the Birusheni. Huh? Yeah, but it's a different Indian. I mean, in Zoya, there's an expression we say it in the Kegavna, Kegavna, uh, Erev Shabbos. Those who say Kegavna, Nusach Svar, or those who say the Zoya. So there's an expression from the Zoya that's Parshas Vayakal. You remember what I'm talking about? The Aramaic, uh, <laughs> this is by Memad Likin and this is Kigavna. So there's those who know the famous Rosa de Shabbos. <laughs> so the Kigavna, we say it right when Shabbos comes in, yeah. So the Lashon over there is, Lemeheve Echad Be'echad. One should be one with one. Echad, Lemeheve Echad Be'echad. What's Pshat? So it starts off, Kigavna dina mesachadin la'ela, ufachi yisachadis lasata berazadechad, lameve imen la'ela, chad lakaval chad. The whole Kigavna is about that the unity above is also reflected below until lameve echad be'echad. What's that lameve echad be'echad? So the Balthanya teaches, shepchines echad the yichudet tata, bitlayesh, nichlo biyichudela, bitlamiti. There's the echad that the person can accomplish, which is called yichudet tata, the lower level of unity. But that's not the ultimate echad. As he puts it, it's rochek adayin from echad emes. Lemeve echad be'echad, that my echad, your echad, our echad, more appropriate, should be able to be unified with the ultimate echad. The bitl hayesh with bitl amiti. 
or Yechudah Tata with Yechudah Ilah. Yechudah Tata is a lower level of unity, Yechudah Ilah is a higher level of unity. Upchinis Madza Nimshech Levarer Amandinuk Vizel Madregis Yosef Atzadik. And these masculine waters which goes out to elevate the feminine waters of Malchus, this is Yosef. If you remember the beginning of the Maimon, he brought the Pasuk, that there's Aden, and there's the river that goes out of Aden, and it irrigates the garden, and from there it splits up into four, which is the process of Shvir Sakelim. Yosef is the river that goes out of Aden to irrigate the Gan, the garden of Malchus Datsilis, which you remember is the Yam that stood over the twelve oxen of Shloimeh. He's the river. And the river that flows from Ein Soif goes till Malchus Vatsilis. After that, there's a break. There's a split. After that, there's a period. From already from the beginning of Bria. This is known as the shine, the flow of the Kav and the Chut, the line and the thread of Ein Soif. After the Tzimtzum, the Rizal says, after the Ein Soif, we learned in Viyadayta, after the Ein Soif concealed himself, and there's an empty space, there's a Kav and a Chut that comes from the Ein Soif into the world. That flows, that's the river that flows till the gone. For Shom is Stayim, it ends over there in a revealed way. That's why from Bria starts the worlds of separation. Misham Yipare, the river splits. Yosef is the one who could bring the Ein Soif even into For this he needs his brothers. His brothers bring up the Birurim till Malchus of Atzillus, till the garden. They do Birurishin. Yosef does Birusheni. Sheiyu nechlolim belakusoy mamish kanal. The netzutz should be absorbed mamish in elakus. Va'arizu ipchines ha'aras hakav v'chud da'irin soif v'zal ipchines v'nar yotzel lahashkes esagan v'nimtze madregis habiru de Yosef ula ma'ila ma'ila me'abiru shalashvatim. The Birut of Yosef is in a completely different realm than the Avodah Sabirurim of the Shvatim. Shabiru Shalashvatim. The Avodah Sabirurim. The Avodah of the Shvatim. Shemailim, Mayin, Nukvin, Bemalchus, Datsilus, Vadayin, Loi, Nepach, Lelikus, Mamash. They'll bring up everything to Malchus, but it does not become Mamash godliness. And the word is Mamash. Atche Yosef, until Yosef Mamshech, he brings forth Hamad, the Mayan Duchrin, Shua Ores Oirin Soif, Shemalubish Bechachma, Vashazel, Venor Yotzim Eden, U Bechachma is Beriru Birur Beis. And through this you can have the second Birur, Vashazel, Nichlel Haman, Belakus Mamish, Shiskalus Yehudet Atabi Yehudela. Then there could be the lower unity which is absorbed in the higher unity. This is what it says. We're all binding sheaves in the field. Everyone. This is the Avedis Abirudim of the world of to bring them up through feminine waters and Malchus. That's everybody. Yosef is also doing the first one. They're all doing it together. Even though he comes from Atzilus, 
Anyone who comes into a body, he had to work together with his brothers. Everyone is identical in the first bidur. That's where they're working in perfect unison. Once this is finished, suddenly Yosef's aluma rises. It stands up. In his aluma, there suddenly ups a whole new mile, a whole new elevation. Why? Because of his source in Atzilus. Which is why he can do the second bidur to elevate that which has already have been elevated through the Shvatim and the Malchus. The other brothers don't have the capacity to do the second bidder. Why? Because they, their souls are from Bria. It's lower than Atzilus. They can achieve Yichudet Hato, not Yichudet Elah. Bittel Hayesh, not Bittel Amiti. The Echad of man, but not the ultimate Echad. The mysterious Nefesh of the human, but not the ultimate Echad. So Yosef says at this point, when you recognize that my Aluma was elevated to a higher place, so now your aluma is bowed down to my aluma. What's pshat? bittel mamish. The aluma is now have to go through a whole new bittel. And in many ways, this bittel is much harder than the first bittel. Because the first bittel, you were escaping yeshes. And now you're escaping your version of bittel. To, to escape yeshes is, is very geschmack. Who doesn't, if you have a psashtikal soul, you want to escape yeshes. But to run away from your version of bittel, zaisloi, I'm already, I'm already one. I'm in a state of Mesidus Nefesh. Ah. Because without Yosef's mad, their nitsutsis can never be absorbed in a lakus mamish. Then it can be nichol and alakos v'zel v'atishtachavena. They have to bow down. In other words, experience a new bittel. V'azu shenichlulu belakos kanal, and then they can be absorbed in alakos. We're sort of stuck. Very, very nice. We can do this work. But what's he telling me this all from? Guess what? As much as you did, you still need Yosef. But once he says that the oh, Avada. The, the Shtachavena is Avada. Yeah, yeah, Avada. To trigger the... Avada. So there is something we can do. Avada. Avada. That's the next avoid. That's the next step. We'll continue tomorrow. Ibur, Ibur. Mechem abyssal Ibur. Nish nine months, ain't tug. I understood. I didn't mean to sound facetious. I got it, I got it, I got it. So what's he telling me? I got it, of course, always. Vada. Vada. This is the resistance. The resistance is a very deep resistance. Of course we're dealing with it every day. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.